Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, February 4th, 2022. Did you do the crossword? Yes, I did. And was it a fun Friday crossword? It was. Mm -hmm. It was. Good. It was hard. But it was uh, it was doable, at least for me. <laughs> it, it didn't have any gimmicks, though, right? No. Or theme of any sort. Nope. Just hard. Yeah. Where was the hardest part for you? Um, well, uh, I learned a new word, 32 down. Um, America's missing broadcast emergency response vis-a-vis -vis Amber Alert. Example. And that is a backronym. Yes, I thought that was brilliant. Where I, I had I looked it up afterwards, and it it means that they they make the name yep. to fit the acronym. Yeah, because they wanted to call that Amber Alert, so mm -hmm. they had to figure out a name that started with A M B E R. So um, anyway, it's called a backronym. But that little corner there where the B was, uh, I had a little little trouble there because I wasn't quite sure 30 down the magic on scoreboards mm -hmm. and I was thinking Magic Johnson mm -hmm. and I thought he played for the Lakers so I was putting in L-A L for Los Angeles Lakers was he has he been transferred did he once play there and then I think he's I think he's retired. No, but I'm. I, but I was wondering because 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 the answer was ORL for Orlando. Yeah, it was Orlando. Yeah, or ORL. Yeah, right. Actually, the Orlando Magic is the name of the team. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, kind of name, uh, the Disney, um, you know, sort of as a tribute to Disney World Magic. Right. Oh, I see. But did you know? Did you know thirty across the fiscal arm of the executive branch? In brief, I didn't. I didn't. But then I thought, oh, OMB, Office of Managing Budget. Mm -hmm. uh, but at the, you know, off the top of my head, I'm like, well, it's the Treasury Secretary. Uh, it could <laughs> be the International Monetary Fund. I, you know, I was trying to think. I, an office of management budget just didn't didn't come to me right away, but you know eventually I got it. But it took it took a bit. How about how about in the middle of between the O and the B, the M of thirty one down kind of cup measuring? Yeah, measuring, I got that. Mm -hmm. I had the M, but mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. Yeah, that I was uh, a little that was a little tricky, and okay. I did not know fourteen across. The uh, Ben and Jerry Sunday with an estimated fourteen thousand calories. It was Vermonster, which is a great name. Vermonster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I I originally had it, I I wasn't sure, and I thought when I finally got the V, because I had a whole lot of trouble, and that that's the corner what really slowed me down. Uh -huh. So one down where a high school yearbook club may meet informally. And I had A B at the end, so I thought, okay, it's some sort of a lab. Yeah. And me then too. and then I thought A P lab for advanced placement. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and and I didn't and a, and and I was like, you know, V is way down in the alphabet. It doesn't get enough respect. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to get to oh yeah, A V, that makes sense. Uh -huh. And that gave me enough to recognize that it might be Vermont. And so I had Vermonter, 
V-E-R-M-O-N-T-T-E-R. Oh. Because I didn't know Six Down, the Lemony Snicket antagonist named after a Salinger yes, orphan. Yes. You knew that? Yes. Oh, that would have been so useful. You know, that's the series of unfortunate events. I, I know the, the series. I uh-huh. just don't know any of the people oh, in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was the girlfriend of the evil guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's Esme. Esme. Um, and that M was part of 17 Across, um, Bowie's song that begins with the lyric, it's a god-awful small affair to the girl with the mussy hair, mm-hmm. Life on Mars. Yeah. Did you know that? No. See, that but also... Then, you know, once I had a few of the, the letters, I thought, oh, I think he, he sang something called Life on Mars. Well, because yeah, he was known as... What? Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust. So, yeah, so there's sort of an astronomical bent there. Uh-huh. But, um, so I had, for a while, I had et me. Oh. And uh, it sounds like I was attacked by a shark. It et me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was going through the alphabet there, and I got to the S, and I'm like, well, of course it's Vermonster. Uh-huh. You know, it just, I, I, like I said, just a great name. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's one I, I sort of... Um, wondered about uh, 10 across like the start of an iron man race right swum right uh it and it just doesn't seem like it <laughs> conjugates with like like the start of an iron man race swum so the start was what do you do at the start you it it, it was swum Actually, the word swum, now that I say it more than three times, <laughs> no longer makes any sense at no. all. Uh-huh. I, I always think of the past tense. I mean, you have swim and swam. Uh-huh. I believe if you, like, you drown, it's swim, swam, swum. Uh-huh. I, well, I, you know, at first I put swim. Right. Uh, but then I thought, well, that's not really answering the question. Like the start of an Ironman race swim well no it's it's saying what what it is it is swum yeah i get that now but it just uh it, it it's kind of an awkward clue there i think you know it's well again i think it's with a word that doesn't really exist uh-huh. except i see it in the new york times crossword so it must yeah it exists but um i don't think it's it's used very often yeah i'd never say like swim. i swum i swum I swam. I just. I swam a mile. I don't know. It's, I don't, it it yeah, seems it's, wrong. It's kind of odd sounding. So anyway, but I I put it in there and it worked. Well, if you didn't, if you stuck <laughs> with swim, you had the twelve down, not stressed so much. It was going to be intercell, yeah, uh-huh. as opposed to undercell. Yeah, that's when I figured out <laughs> it wasn't swim. Right. And I thought, well, maybe swam. I wonder. I wonder if like swam is British or something. You know, there are a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 sometimes show up in one place. Uh-huh. Um, so here's Miriam Webster, and their comment about uh, swum versus swam. Uh-huh. Okay, now swum sounds better. Um, let's see. Um, swum is the correct inflection of swim when using it in the past perfect or past perfect tenses, in the present perfect or past perfect tenses. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is going to get really too complicated. Well, you know, I was thinking, what if the first leg of the Ironman race was a, a foot race? Right. You know, so like the start of an Ironman race, it was, you would say ran. No, it was roost. 
R-U-C-E-D. I don't know if you're familiar with that word. No. What would, <laughs> what would it really be? It would be, it was run? The, the, the start, the race, um, I guess run. Ran. Ran. <gasps> There's ran and run, like swim, swum and swam. Yeah. Whoa. Swim this is deep. We, we, need a, we need help from some English majors. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I think we should get away from this wet corner. Uh-huh. So anyway, that was that was a bit of a puzzler for me. Mm-hmm. I had I had more problems. I mean, where else did I have problems? Um, actually, I think it was really that that last corner there. Oh, I know where else I had problems. Sixty across, potentially destructive marine growth. So I got I had algae bloom. Oh, and so I had 58 down, the not-so-common studio apartment shape being an eel. Uh-huh. And I think I've never seen a studio apartment that looks like an eel, so that's definitely not common. Uh-huh. But then I thought, perhaps they meant L, E-L-L, rather than E-E-L, and that, right. that tended to work better. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, did, I, was, um, I was doing this, I think, late at night, and it was sort of slowing me down, but... Um, one, another one that was, um, and actually here's here was my last my last word was thirty eight down. That's the point. I had top because it was like you were at the top of things. Oh, but no, it's tip. <laughs> well, I I know that tip. now because forty across the horse pipe and red flower painter of nineteen twenty was my Miro. Miro. You knew Miro. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whoa, you know the first name too? Yes. You're like some super genius. You're like, just like art. You're just like a walking Wikipedia here. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I had no idea who, who that was. And so I had, I was, but, but then I looked at that and thought, perhaps the point would be the tip. And I thought, that actually sounds, and when I put in the eye, I got the happy music. Uh-huh. Well, after, very good. after, I'm sure this took longer than you, 5241. Yes, that is longer than what I did it in. Mm-hmm. What did you do it in? Thirty-one twelve. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty fast for me for a Friday. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I I enjoyed the puzzle. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. Yeah. Well, I I thought I was doomed, but except for swum. Swum. <laughs> All right. Well, um, and actually they had they had fifty three down was bamboozle was scam. Mm-hmm. Too bad they couldn't have worked. And they had al- they had al- they had algal bloom, which is like scum. Uh, yeah. It all comes together now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think that's probably it for the crossword. Except it is Friday, which means it's Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> do you have a a fun fact? I do have a fun, fun fact. fact. Excellent. Uh huh. And it relates back to the Wednesday puzzle. Okay. Well, one of the clues was um, something about the most uh, prominent ingredient in soapstone, and the answer was talc. Yes. And I thought, what is soapstone? Mm-hmm. So I found a website called What is Soapstone? <laughs> and so. Um, that's the so, name of the whole website? Well, that's the title of it. Okay. The top. okay. What Got is it. soapstone? Um, it says soapstone, also known as steatite is a metamorphic rock that consists primarily of talc. Depending on the quarry from which it is sourced, it also contains varying amounts of minerals such as micas, chlorite, amphiboles, quartz, 
magnesite, and carbonates. And it is formed by metamorphism uh, and metosomatism, which occurs in the zones where Teutonic plates are subducted. In layman's terms, which are always good for me, yep. <laughs> um, the rock is formed when one plate moves under another and is forced to sink. Meanwhile, the stone is changed with heat, pressure, and the influx of fluids. But it doesn't melt. It stays a stone, and it just comes under great heat and great pressure. Uh, it is very dense, and uh, it has does an excellent job of retaining heat. It is heat resistant uh, because it has a melting point of 2,966 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. And someone had to check that too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. It is also food safe uh, in excessively hot or cold temperatures and it will not degrade, peel, crack, or wear from repeated temperature fluctuations. So uh, it, it can be used in masonry heaters. Uh, it can be used in fireplaces, uh, and now it's being used uh, as countertops. So uh, it, it's they say it's better than granite because granite can crack and stain, but soapstone can't. Mm -hmm. There's actually two different kinds of soapstone. Uh, there's artistic and there's architectural. The architectural is the soapstone that's being used in countertops and fireplaces and stoves and things like that. The artistic is what has the most talc. It's got 80% talc, and it is used for sculptures and other kinds of artwork. The artistic soap zone is, can be all different colors, yellows, greens, blues, and whites, um, and it can be scratched, yeah, even with like a fingernail. The ar architectural- With a fingernail? Hmm? With a fingernail? Yeah. Oh, so that's why they call it soapstone. Yeah, the architectural soap zone is 15 to 50% talc. And it just comes in shades of gray with maybe a little blue or green. And presumably it can't be cut with no, a fingernail. It no, is, it is very, very sturdy. Hmm. Uh -huh. But if it does scratch, you can just kind of rub it out. So that also really? Yeah, really? is a, a plus for using it in your kitchen. So, but you can, yeah, cut right on it. And, and uh, that's a very strong. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Huh. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see that one day. Yeah. Yeah. I have, you know, of course I used to teach design, but they, they didn't really talk much about soapstone in the kitchen, but I guess now it is considered a pretty um, uh, good alternative. And I have no idea what the cost would be if it'd be more than granite or other, other kinds of countertop, but mm -hmm. it'd be fun to find out. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that enlightening fun fact. You are quite welcome. And uh, that is it for today, listeners. So thanks again for listening. Tomorrow we will be announcing the next Jam Katwa, Jean, and Mike Crossword of the Week Award. Yep. And so you'll definitely want to stay tuned for that. Make sure you bring all your friends and relations about your favorite podcasting device to listen tomorrow. And we will be back again tomorrow with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword. Bye-bye.